The views and opinions expressed by guests on the Hide and Seek podcast are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or positions of the host or contributors. Hey everyone, this is Sarah. Would you like to take a more active role in the Hide and Seek community? Would you like to share your thoughts with other listeners? Join us in the Hide and Seek podcast discussion group on Facebook. You can find us by searching Hide and Seek podcast discussion group on Facebook. This podcast deals with mature topics that may not be suitable for all listeners. Material heard on the Hide and Seek podcast is intended for adult listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Sweet dreams are made of this. 24 Hour News aides Brady Gillum went to Sturgis tonight to speak with the missing woman's mother about what may have happened to her daughter. I can tell you where she most likely is. I hadn't seen anybody that I felt comfortable saying anything to until today. The stories they tell are pretty fucked. They're pretty freaking gruesome. I kept all the text messages, Facebook messages, the messages between me and Brittany. I have all of them. I have everything. I told him, I said, I'll kill all the motherfuckers. And I was going to have my people fucking take care of it. I'll just say Brittany's name out of nowhere just to see what somebody says. Because this little town around here would be hard to hide something like that. Because eventually everything comes out. Some days I don't believe anything happened to her. I think she just left. This is Hide and Seek, Season 3. I'm your host, James Basinger. Hey guys. Last week, you heard testimony about Brittany's gas receipt from Larry and Dale Guffey and compared it to the stories Ashley has supplied via Gianna, Shasta, and a friend of hers that I was able to speak to. You also heard a Facebook conversation between Ashley and Greg that included Victor and Madison, Brittany's brother and sister. Understandably, there was a strong reaction to the conversation and the way that Ashley spoke to Brittany's family. Listening to the way that Ashley addressed Greg, Maddie, and Victor is reminiscent of the way a narcissist believes themselves to be above the rules and above the law. When called out on their unethical, immoral, or even criminal behavior, they react by discrediting the victim to others, portraying them as unstable, lazy, or weak. If a narcissist cannot be your hero, they may claim to be your victim. After my last conversation with Rabbit, I had the hopes that he would honor his word and come through with a conversation between him and Eric. The best way to be able to continue this would be able to get the, the like video record of it, work our way down it as we go through it together. That would be the best approach to be able to kind of move forward in the interview. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I'll um, be here waiting yeah, for you. I can manage to get it around. Let's get that video of, of the messages, then we can work our way down, and then that possibly might even jog some memories as you read through it. 
All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go through. I think X Radio will let me record it out and shit, so. Yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be here waiting. Uh, all right. Yeah, this is my number. You can reach me anytime on it. Okay. Do you think, it, so, do you think what do you think it might take you? Like, I'll jump on it right now if you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, yeah, I'll, I'll be here waiting for you. So just call me back once you, once you send it and you're done. Um, all right, sounds good. Uh, once I get the video to my phone, I'm going to pull it up on my phone, but I'm going to FaceTime with you through Facebook, if that's cool. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Awesome, thank you. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. In my conversation with Rabbit, you heard me relay to him that I was waiting for him to send a screen recording of their chat history. That video never materialized. There are two things we're running out of here. Time and patience. And right now, patience is winning the race of depletion. In episode 16, you met Valerie and Chet. My relationship with them began in 2022. They provided me a lot of information and they were helpful and seemed invested in helping Brittany and her family. They also had some local insight. We communicated fairly often and I felt we had an open line of communication. Today, the relationship doesn't exist. The reasons for the change are irrelevant, but at one point, Valerie chose to share her Facebook data download with me. We'll come back to this later. Last week, during my interview with Rabbit, you heard my realization that Rabbit is also known as both Justin and Jason Spade. Prior to speaking to him at that time, I didn't know this. This is when I discovered that Val and Rabbit are siblings. And ironically, this is when Rabbit disappears on me. I jump on the horn with Valerie. As I'm attempting to make contact, you'll hear Sarah and I briefly discuss this new information. Why would you not say that? I'm sure she's probably gonna say like, oh, you, you knew that, I told you. And maybe she did, but. Hold on. Chet was one that was pissed off. And Chet has said a couple of times in ways where I'm like, he's like, you fucking knows those three. And he's getting annoyed. He's like, he's pissed. He does not like Justin. And he keeps saying, like, I'm about to go over there and beat your brother. Like he keeps saying, I'm about to. And she's like, Chet, stop, stop, Chet. I think if she told you that this kid was her brother, that might be something you remember. Yeah, but I didn't. The problem is that I, when I'm hearing the name Justin Gatehart, why would I think Valerie Mettler is his sister? Yeah. They get mixed up sometimes. Not blood. Let me make this clear. He's not blood. <laughs> He's not blood? He is not blood. Okay, so Justin's not blood. Not blood. Nope. So, I'm curious. I've noticed that again. I can't help but notice when Chet gets upset. He, you know, he oh, yeah. he talks about your brother. What's what's the cause? Why is Chet like what? Is, like, because I feel like it has to do with the case. Because it's usually when we're talking about this. Um, it's more about my accounts, and people continuing to get into my accounts. Basically, we've got it narrowed down to who, but we can't confirm it. 
It's either Ashley, for one, because Ashley blames Justin. Justin blames Ashley. <laughs> Wait, are they re- have they been recently hanging out or something? Um, I was just told today by Jess that they were hanging out like six months ago. She stopped by here today. You guys were thinking it was either Ashley who hacked her account or who else? Or Justin. Why would or, Justin do that? Look, when Justin gets a hair up his butt, he can be a pure ass. And I mean an ass. If he feels he's right, he's going to make it right. No matter what he's got to do, his point is going to be shown. You know what I mean? Just like with Chuck, for instance, like he swore up and down. That that's what our last fight was over was was actually Chuck because he kept saying that Chuck shot her. He said that you confirmed that there's a gunshot in the car. Absolutely not. No, he did not. And then he said, "You're the only one that does lie detectors." No, he's not. <laughs> And that pissed me off because he doesn't realize that I talk to you as much as I do. It pissed me off that he's running his mouth about you. Don't don't try to discredit you for something that you didn't do when you're only trying to help. Just to make his outcome of his imaginary head, I guess, to be right. One sec, Chuck just tried calling. Okay, um... I wanted to chat with Chuck real quick. I'll keep it brief, but can I call you back when I'm done? Yeah, yeah, right. no problem. All right, bye. Alrighty, bye-bye. <sighs> the conversation between Val and I gets cut off when Chuck Allen calls in. I call Val back to request her help in getting Rabbit back on board. Yo. You always call when I'm on the phone. (laughs) My bad. So, back to Justin. Yes. So why, why... He's not your blood brother, but... Nope. I'm trying to think where we... We grew up together. Is he friends with Ashley today? I'll tell you he's not. Do you think she is? Probably not right now. Uh, until he needs laid. So you saw the text messages between Eric and Justin the night Brittany goes missing? That wasn't when she came up missing. It was the night she went missing. Have you seen those text messages? No. I got the, um, the letter that Eric had in his Google account so from Justin. Stay, stay, Are you stay talking about... Me, stay with me for a second. Uh, stay with me for a second. There's messages between Justin and Eric. Okay. I think I, I know what you're talking about. Justin, I believe Justin even provided these text messages to Jessica. About... And they're about Jade, is what he told me, because I asked him about that. Is it the one that he's talking about? If he doesn't make it, he's had money saved up, so much money, it's in... Oh, well, I got another one then for you. Okay, so on November 26th, 
2018. Eric says at 11.48 p.m., this is when it starts. This is when we're able to start kind of seeing, because we can't see the full context of the what we right. want to see. What you're about to hear are screenshots shared with me of Eric and Rabbit's texting conversation. The challenge I'm dealing with is that I can't see the full conversation, just what's provided in the screenshots. The conversation starts on November 26th, 2018, four days before Brittany's disappearance. 11.48 p.m., Eric says, No, family issues have come up at the moment. Then Justin responds with a thumbs up. All I need to know, bud. Thank you. Eric responds, Just found out myself, bro. Justin? Let me know when he's good to go. I was going to give him a try tomorrow. Eric was his driver. Yeah. Justin, don't drive. Right. And then November 27th, 12.30 a.m., Justin? And we will talk. Say when. Eric responds, Okay. So... What you looking for, though, right now? I'm going to call you. Everything good, bro? Eric calls. It's a 20-second conversation. Now it's 12.55 a.m. Justin says, Call you in 20. But yes, things are okay. Eric responds, Well, I'm at Dudes. Wanted to clear a few things with you and them. That's at 12.55 a.m. on the 27th. Nothing happens on the 28th. There's no response to this. And then we get to the 29th. Okay. We don't have a timestamp for this because it doesn't show in the text thread. Right, right. Justin says, When you want to get together, been a while, have a beer, catch up. Tomorrow, if I could find a car to borrow. I got you covered if you want to meet up, Eric. Now I'm saying this from the get-go, Okay. I only fuck with close friends and family, and my close friends are family. I'm doing this because I feel like shit over the Jade Cash deal. I'm human, regardless of what people think, and I shouldn't have jumped your shit how I... I, and then it's cut off. I've reached out to Jade. Jade was like, yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow, and then Jade goes coast. She goes quiet. Okay? We'll get to the Jade situation, but I'm going to finish this. 9.16 p.m. on the 29th, Mm-hmm. Eric says, Right, I've always looked out for you even after the Jade situation. Justin responds, Right on, you did. And I only come to you if I have the money to pay for what I need. I never do fronts because I hate having that bill. Justin. Well, if it comes down to it and you do need a front, get me away from others and tell me, Eric, if I can afford it, it's yours. Money's money. They're either talking about either a piece, a gun, or or drugs. More than likely, probably drugs. Okay. So now it's 9.49 p.m., still the 29th. Eric says, I just got to know what you charge me for so I can go from there. Justin replies, A ball? Yeah. Bill for less. And then now we're on November 30th. Okay. It's 11.40 p.m. Brittany's now been taken. Okay. 
Eric messages Justin. Hey, bro. I don't see any response from Justin. Again, follow me. I'm trying to track Ashley and Eric's movements that night because nothing, they, right. I, I don't have their movements. She won't tell. She won't tell me either. I have several messages asking her. She would not tell me. Now it's December first. We don't see the time. Okay. Eric says, "Hey, bro, you busy?" Justin responds, "Kinda, sorta, for a little bit. Sup, bud?" Eric responds, "Needed a fave." something we talked about the other day probably the ball the front okay more than likely okay, okay go on justin says i'll be free and home in 45 minutes that work yeah gives me time to walk and check on a car to come see you just let me know when it's cool to head your way sup safe to come your way What's up? You busy? It would it be rare for John or for Eric to be walking from wherever he's at to Justin's in December? Yeah. Justin lives all the way in Ontario, Indiana. Just saying. He also stayed with Jade and Baroque around that time. But is he with Jade right now? Huh? Is Justin with Jade during this December I, 2018 time? I believe so. he said that he was. I, I I will look that up. I don't have a time on uh, December 1st. I only have Eric reaching out to Justin at 11.40 p.m. And he says, hey, bro. And Justin never responds. It could be within 30 minutes later. I mean, it could be 12 a.m on December 1st when they okay. called I don't know we can't see what other messages there are but it's December 1st it's the night as I'm reading this it's, it's December 1st and we see something at 1.31 a.m. after the messages hold on a minute hold on a second that, uh, I might have your answer well hold on one second okay. stay with me yeah. Okay, so 1.31 a.m., it's cut off. We can't see what was sent. And then at 11.40 a.m., Eric says, Sup, you busy? Justin responds, I'm closed for a few days, bud. Dark red Ford definitely tailed. It waited at Taco Bell, left right before we did, sped away. Then it kicked into Cottage Inn, circled back on the road, pulled into McDonald's, into the back, waited. Then as we pulled up to order, it spun backwards facing us, then drove out as I took this video and back around behind us in the drive-through when I videoed it. It went through, pulled to the side in the parking lot, and instead of pulling out on the road, it circled back around. Driver and I and my buddy all saw it, but why? I know what car they're talking about, but here's where we're getting. He's reading to him, telling him about this car. He's feeling like he's being tailed on. Mm-hmm. And I've seen yep. the video. I know what car. It looks like Sheldon's. Yep. This and is, if you watch it really close, this is, like it sparks underneath, like something's dragging. 
But this is December 1st. Again, Justin is explaining what, what happened. Like at this point, he has no clue that Sheldon's car has just been ta taken. Mm -mm. He has no mm -mm. clue that no. Brittany's missing. No. He has no clue that Eric's looking for Brittany or Ash is looking for Brittany or that he should be worried about Sheldon's car trailing him. All he, But what he does say is that dark red definitely tailed. Which is odd to me because if you're recording somebody like that, why the fuck wouldn't you get the license plate number? Uh, let's continue. Okay. He provides the video clip. Eric then responds and says, Have no idea, bro. I haven't even left my mom's. <laughs> Justin replies, I know it wasn't you, brother, but I have some attention, so for a day or two, I'm slowing it down until I see my surroundings. Not just for me, but for all my people. Aye, bro. If I'm watched, it makes anyone seen around me hot. Nobody needs that. Was you needing that on front? Yeah, if that's possible. Okay. It's a risk right now. You know that. Yeah, I know. You know I'm a risk taker. I know, bud. I don't want attention, too. So what's up? I can come to you on foot if you want to do it that way. Want to meet up for a beer or something? I'm pulling cash together right now, bud. Just in case, I got a roll. Then it goes to December 6th. Justin gets a missed call from Eric. December 7th, Justin replies, Hey, bud. Sup? Hell of a night, E. Craziest night I've had in years. Right. This is on December 7th. And then the okay. rest of the message is cut. There's a message that's cut off um, at 8.42 a.m. I think that's it. As you can oh, see, I got, with, with, I got more to that if you want it. You have? Do you have the entire conversation from like, Justin's I have the, phone? He was talking to me that same time. I have this like, but more detail. So I talked to Justin today. Uh huh. Did he tell you? No. Nope. Okay. So I talked to Justin today. Guy came off like respectful, more than happy to help, wanted to, you know, he's got two daughters and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. We get to the point where I'm asking him questions about these text messages. And I said, can you just take a screen video of the of this part of the conversation? And he's like, yeah, but that's got some stuff that can incriminate me and stuff like that. And I was like, like, I promise you, like, Bro, you don't need to worry about that. We are here for Brittany. Like, the detective knows that. We don't care about this stuff. We want to figure out what happened Right, you don't give a shit about what they're doing on the side there. In 2018. So he's like, all right, cool. Like, I appreciate, okay, I can, I can do that. It might take a minute, though. I was like, yeah, no, I'll be waiting here. He hangs up the phone, goes ghost. I called Jessica, and I called him. I called him multiple times. I texted him multiple times. Denver never responded. And then this morning, I got a message back from him. And I, I, before I send this to you, my question to you is this. 
Mm-hmm. What, with your relationship with your brother, is there any convincing on your part that, that can set him straight to be like, yo, no, this isn't going to fly. Like, you guys don't have that kind of dynamic of a relationship. How big is your brother? How big is Justin? Uh, five, uh, let's see, about 5'11". Real skinny. Is he willing to at least share it with you? Because he's like, he be, in this long letter he basically wrote me was, I'll meet you in person if you're here next time and I'll let you look at any of the questions and I'll answer them. Huh? Be careful. Be careful. Why? Just be careful. I'm worried about that, Val. I'm serious. Just be careful. He is known to carry. He does carry everywhere he goes. This is my this is my thing, and I and I busted him out myself on this. He has said three different things that he was absolutely guaranteed without a doubt that was it. Like, and he's thrown some pretty big names out there like that. You know, don't give me some names because I'm going to turn them in, you know, and that's risking me. Don't fucking give me a name if you really don't fucking think it's them. You know? Chuck told our deal is he was concentrating so hard on every fucking buddy else. But he's the one that is most guaranteed that it is somebody else. That's why is he? He's so he's so determined that Chuck is responsible. Mm-hmm. He is. He has that set in his mind. Like well, Chuck and Jess talked today. I was shocked. Jess apologized to him. I was like, Justin. <laughs> it was awesome. Just seeing. He called me and Jess was here, and I'm like, you know, you wanted to talk to her the other night and you didn't get her, but she's here at my house right now. Would you like to talk to her? And he's like, yeah, yeah, put her on. And they talked for almost an hour. Oh, really? And, and they were sincere and they were putting things together. Do you feel like there's any hope that your brother would talk? I mean, the things that he's concerned about literally hold no ground. He's going to just spin you. I don't care even what he's asking, but we have Eric saying he's at his mom's house and I need to see the timestamp. For Eric? Yes, that's who I care about right now is knowing the timestamp. But but the other thing too, honestly... You know I have Eric's Google, I believe, still, right? Send it to me. Okay. So what what do you what do you what do you want? I um, want to see the whole. You want a timestamp? I want to um, see the thread of Eric talking to him from the twenty seventh to basically the seventh. And more importantly, which day is the thirtieth? The thirtieth to the to the third, basically. Like if we could hone in on those days, I want to see why is Justin saying he's collecting cash in case he's got to run? Yeah, that's that don't make no sense. After he's saying about a car. Why is he talking about the red car as if, again, as if he's aware that Sheldon's car, which is almost identical to that one, is following him? Right. And, and, right. You know, 
why is that a concern? Well, and he told me that um, they threw someone in the dumpster at McDonald's. Yeah. So that's I, what I'm saying. Like, I got more of that conversation. If you want it, it, it. I mean, that was his first. I believe his first thing was they put her in the dumpster. I I can ask him. I can't promise that he'll give it to me, or I can try to talk him into giving it to you. Yeah, he's exactly. record it. Yeah, he's he's probably being sketchy, etchy. Everything's gonna fall. Everything's gonna fall. Look, Ashley can't run forever. When they do get her, it's gonna be. Yeah, and you know this as well as I do. It's gonna be every fucking. But you, me, just fucking George Tom, probably the president of the damn United States of America. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody but her. Don't don't stress on it though. Don't um. No, but I, I definitely look. I'll get, I'll get it somehow. Talk to Justin. Like, listen, he offered to show me in person and answer my questions. What's him doing it in front of you? Like, I listen, I know he's your brother, but you know, if that guy laid hands on Brittany, I would hope that you would know to, you're not covering for him. I, I give you my word. I give you, I, I put it on my daughter's grave. If he did, you would know. If I find out, you will know. You can say, okay, show me it. You don't need to show him, show me it. He reached out to me. me. He knows that you're my sister and you're we're, we're close. He asked if you'd be willing to go look at it, if I'd be willing, and I want to see it. Eric's acting real sus right now. I agree. This isn't about you. But he won't even talk to me. He's always talked to me. Always. Eric won't even talk to me. And he's and he's called me personally on some you know, on some things. And he won't he won't even call me back. He messaged me back and said, I already know, fuck them all. And I'm like, I wasn't calling you about that, but okay. Yeah, so I'll try. I'll message him, see where he's yeah. at, what he's doing. Awesome, thank you. All right, you're yeah. welcome. Bye. Everybody have a good night. Thanks, you too. <laughs> all right, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Coming away from the conversation with Val, a few things stuck out to me. Valerie doesn't think Rabbit will cooperate any further. When I ask her why, she tells me he's very cautious about incriminating himself. When I mentioned that Rabbit told me he'd be happy to meet me when I'm in town to show me the conversations, Valerie warns me about doing so, telling me to be careful. That raises questions for me about what Valerie may know regarding Rabbit's violent criminal history. I confront Val about the relationship between her and Rabbit. Brother or not, I hope you're not covering for him. Val assures me she wouldn't do that. Like, I listen, I know he's your brother, but you know, if that guy laid hands on Brittany, I would hope that you would know to, you're not covering for him. I, I give you my word. Five days pass. Rabbit sends me a message. In true Ashley style, he sends me something with zero context. He says, American Horror Story, accompanied by several pictures from the TV series. If you aren't familiar, American Horror Story is an anthology series centering on different characters and locations. Seasons focusing on things like a house with murderous past, an insane asylum, a witch coven, a freak show circus in a haunted hotel. The photos he sends are typical to the horror genre, 
But again, there's no context, no explanation. A month later, Rabbit contacts me. Call me, he says. I do. And there's no answer. Why am I not surprised? He's off the radar again. Another five days pass. This time, I get a message from Rabbit's Jason Spade account. He loads me up on screenshots of Chuck Allen's car from the Ring video. Photos, he says, he's enhanced. There's no reason for us to visit the Chuck Allen conspiracy theories. So we won't. Earlier in this episode, I shared with you all that Valerie provided me with her Facebook download. She did this on May 20th, 2022. Okay, it's... Okay, now you, you've been asked to require a six-digit... It is... Let's see, continue. Are you in? No, it... Kicked me out. I hit, okay. Don't mind my dad. He's sending baby pictures of me right now, though. <laughs> What's the password again? It kicked me out for some reason. I believe you kicked me out of my own messenger. <laughs> No, I got kicked out. Okay. Oh. Let's try this again. He's getting on my Facebook right now. He ain't listening to your shit about that. Um, or go to the search, you know, like what you taught me to go in that search and put in, um... Does it take you to that time of the conversation? Yes. Okay. See, that's what, that's what's weird to me, too, is... And deletes everybody's shit, right? Why the hell hasn't she deleted everything between me and her? Because, like, she's gave me a lot of freaking information. <laughs> You're about to see, like, a lot, James, a lot. Dude, you guys sent a lot of things. I, I, I try to tell you. Dude, holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. I was. That's why she got a terabyte after she filled up my phone with shit. Nobody normally believes me, though, when I'm like, look, I probably have every bit of information that there is out there from everybody, honestly. You need a freaking, probably a mile long to put all that information on a wall. Honestly, there's a lot there. List names and start drawing lines. I done that, remember? Board wasn't big enough. Why do you think I got that big ass board behind me? Like, I saw in chat the other night, because, you know, I, I'll go through there and I'll scroll through oh, just shit. to try to refresh my memory, you know? Scanning over the download, I see a lot of familiar names. A lot of information, certainly, but not all relevant. I think Valerie would agree. Sometimes people just send you stuff. Pictures or videos that don't mean anything to you, but you hold on to it because you never know when or if it may become relevant. As I continue to scan through conversations, I see her conversation with Rabbit via his Jason Spade Facebook account. Remember, this is an alias that Rabbit used. A few hours after Rabbit ghosts me, his sister Valerie and he have a conversation about my interview with him. March 11th, 2022. 
Can we talk? Absolutely, girl. You ain't gotta ask permission, you know that. What's up? I talked to James tonight. He knows you're my brother. We talked a little bit about the McDonald's video. I spoke briefly to him last night for the first time. And last. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Didn't sit right, or...? No. I'd like to help, but I got outranked on it. Plug said, stay out of it. Don't need the attention. God honest opinion. Eric? Well, it's been a long time since I last seen or spoke to him. But, honest opinion? Yes, honest opinion. He's a fucking whack job. Was a decent kid, but lost his mind and wants to play hard. But is as soft as Charmin. Thief and manipulator. I tried to fill him in without filling him in. On the way you guys were talking, it wasn't about Shank. I can see where he was questioning something, but clearly, it wasn't about a human. No. The convo between Eric and myself was before I had to go to court, and it was money for Jade. I told him, you don't drive, and that Eric used to drive you places you needed to go, and you were into some shit back in the day, but not any trafficking or killing females. Dude's just out for ratings. Well, he has a conversation between you and Eric that was about front and shit. I had to laugh, brother. I was immediately curious, after reading this, why it would be an issue for me to know Valerie and Rabbit consider one another siblings. In the conversation between Valerie and Rabbit, Val only had one question. That one question was about Eric. Apparently, there's no last names needed when mentioning Eric S. Rabbit knew who she was talking about right away. If you're fooled by the Ace of Spades, imagine what would happen if you ever crossed paths with the Joker. Next time on Hide and Seek. Jason Spade. Or Rabbit. Hey, what's going on, man? No, I had a pretty minute, so I thought I'd drop you a line. Yeah, you sent me a lot of stuff. So I got I got the the video you sent. But it starts at November. We need to go back to the to the, at least the first. That That's way, fine. that way, I can get off of your case with oh. this thing, and then we can move on to other things. On the first would have been I was on the run. Diana Sadison picked me up. We went to Speedway. It was right across from Taco Bell. There was the maroon car, the Mercury. Said in Taco Bell. It was about two in the morning, one in one, somewhere around there. The weird part about that video is I sent that to Eric Shank, and I thought it was the cops. 
Why? And the first thing he says is, I was with my mom all night. Why do you think he responds that way? I don't know. The Hide and Seek podcast is hosted, directed, edited, and produced by James Basinger. Written, edited, and produced by Sarah Joe. Engineered, mixed, and mastered by Nudon's Audio Engineering. Director of Photography is Ethan Schatz. Our graphic design is created by Jordan Robinson. 